0: Welcome to the Unicorn Mindset, where we explore the reasons you are choosing not to be the badass unicorn you are. Whether you're seeking to find inspiration as a leader or just want to show up as your authentic self, stick around. It's time to show the world your horn. I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I'm an entrepreneur and leader, but most importantly, a recently proclaimed unicorn. Hello and happy Monday, unicorns. I am so grateful to be speaking with you this week because there's been a few things in the last few months that I have been doing to really grow my comfort zone. So I did an entire episode about just doing stuff that scares you. And to be honest, it's it's time for me to talk the talk and walk the walk, okay? I can't just sit here and kind of tell you guys, yeah, yeah, grow your comfort zone, but then not do anything myself. So Over the last several months, I've had opportunities come my way that normally I would say no to. Um, And normally I would say no to them because I didn't have belief in myself. Um, And I was scared, right? Like, I'm pretty sure all of us have experienced that at one point or another where we're like, man, we really want to do this thing and it's going to be great and we have all these big dreams, But then we're just unable to follow through. And that usually that's a story that we're telling ourselves. And for me, definitely that story is unworthiness um, and not being of enough value um, to add to others. But I've been working through that because I do believe that every single one of us has a value that we bring to the world and something that we're, we're put here to do. Um, in my case, I want to believe, and I do believe now, um, after going through all of this, that the value I have to add to the world is really empowering people, um, empowering people to do what scares them most. Um, and by doing what scares me most, um, I'm able to kind of help others do the same, um, and really have a a fulfilling life. So I'm going to share with you what those things were. and um, how I felt during that time, how I prepared for it, um, how it went, and why I would absolutely recommend that you do the same. Okay. So I have three probably overarching passions in my life, um, aside from, of course, my family, because they are for sure, hands down, the most important to humans in my life. Um so my passions for sure are community and community in, in multiple respects. So not only generosity and kind of giving back to the community that I live in, but also being a valued contributor to our community and adding things to it um, that fulfill other people's lives. So it's not about, you know, like, oh, I, I don't, don't go do community service every single week or you know, have all this money to give, but it's about the value that you add to the community through who you are as a human um, and the ways that you can contribute. So community is one of them. Personal development for me is also another one. So always looking for ways to improve who I am as a human and then therefore improving my quality of life and the quality of life of my family. So that's a piece of it as well. And then of course, of course, of course, the whole reason you guys are here. Um, And the whole reason I started this podcast in the first place, which is the development of others. So my main passion as a leader is the ability for me to help others see their true um, potential and see that come to fruition and to allow them to borrow my belief in them. So with that being said, there were three specific activities I want to call attention to. There were others throughout this, but there are three big ones. So if you would have asked, goodness, even like... Twenty-two year old Nicole. Yes, I'm much older than that these days. Um, But if you would have asked twenty-two year old Nicole to be a public speaker or to do a presentation or to sit on a panel, I would have said hell fucking no. Like it would have been a hard pass, and that's because it scared me. It terrified me. Between the judgment of the audience, the feeling like maybe I don't have anything to contribute, right? The worry. And just putting myself out there to that level was not something that I considered at all. Never, never. Probably, like, even 30-year-old me. So that wasn't that long ago um, that I had to do a presentation when I was, like, 31, I would want to say. And, man, I shook. My voice wavered. I didn't say half the things I wanted to say. And I, like, vowed to myself I was never doing that again. Like, I would find other ways to contribute (laughs) well. Now, my dream ultimately is to become a public speaker and empower leaders to be better leaders and help teach them different ways of thinking about things and how to really overcome a struggle and a mindset, specifically women, because we have our own man, own slew of garbage to deal with. Am I right? Like, you name it, it's probably a thing in all of our worlds, okay? So with that being said, um, And given the three passions that I have, I really wanted to take some time to push myself outside of my comfort zone and really grow what is truly my comfort zone. So I had been doing presentations for my team um, at work. And these are the people that I truly trust and that trust me, right? And that's that's the room that I have been practicing these skills in for the last several years. The problem is, is that it really didn't expand my comfort zone because these are the people that look up to me as their leader already to guide them in the right direction. I'm kind of who they're stuck with when they get hired on, right? So those types of things. So it made it a little more safe. Um, And so I wanted to, to explore something unsafe, right, something that would really challenge me. So one of the opportunities I had was to be part of um, a community giving campaign with my current company. And that Giving campaign is huge. It's the largest initiative we have in, in our um, giving um, and generosity the kind of mindset at work. And it had so much weight to it. But here's the thing, you guys I was never once concerned about being playing the bigger role that I played in that campaign. I'd always been part of that campaign since I started um, with the company, with the exception of a couple years in there. But um, I had never played the large role that I was playing at this point. So I was excited for the challenge and what this would do for my career, as well as my ability to just make people feel like they could make a difference um, and sharing that and really helping the company meet its goals. So I was excited for this opportunity. What I didn't know was what this opportunity actually came with. And that was some scary as hell opportunities. So I had the opportunity to record a video um, that allowed me to hopefully empower others to give. Um, And if you know me at all, I don't ask people for money. That's one of my struggles is I can't be like, hey, can you give me $15? No, I'm just not that person. I'm also not that person that's going to ask you to pay for your portion of something. I'll just cover it. um, Unless you're offering right. So it was hard for me. It was hard for me to ask for a large sum of money. This isn't like, hey, can everybody give a dollar? No, this is a large sum of money that we were trying to raise. So I put together and recorded a video um, and that that went well. It was great. It seemed normal. And I think me practicing with my business and creating reels and being social on social media really helped prepare me for that because it was just me talking to the camera. Um, and hopefully it, it shared Our mission and what we were trying to do with this campaign. So that wasn't quite as bad. However, the part that really scared the hell out of me was having to do a speech in front of the entire company um, and having that being recorded and be sent out. So while I didn't have to do this speech alone, which was good. Thank goodness. Um, It was definitely a matter of preparing for it and making sure that I was aware. The other struggle I had is, and as you guys can tell, I mean, I don't script my podcast, I kind of have a general idea of what I want to say. And I kind of do a a rough outline. Otherwise, I'm going to ramble on for days and y'all will get nothing (laughs) from this. But having it like laid out for you from someone else is extremely hard for me and my personality. So here I am trying to decide like, am I going to be able to say these things? Am I going to do it as they want me to do it? Like trying to meet all these expectations, right? So it goes back to me never wanting to do public speaking because of all the judgment. Well, now there's these expectations too that I'm dealing with on such a huge platform and a prop, like a hard spot for me, something far outside of my comfort zone. So you can tell for sure in this conversation um, and speech that I was giving, what parts were written by me And what parts were written by someone else? And now looking back on it, I mean, goodness, I was so nervous. I was trying to be like overly prepared and like ready to go instead of just being myself. Okay, so I felt so much pressure and my hands were shaking. I was nervous. And then I started to like speak. And by the time I got to the end of it, I had had my own self-talk of just like, what the fuck are you doing, Nicole? Like you just need to be you. People here will appreciate who you are as a person way more than this robot who's reading from the paper, right? So by the time I got to the end, where it was the portion that I had written for myself, I knew kind of what I wanted to say. So I improvised and I laughed a little bit more and I engaged the audience a little bit more. And I felt so much more like myself, I truly did and I didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this like we kind of got what we were supposed to say a couple days before we were supposed to speak and it was so busy and so crazy I maybe had like an hour to sit down and really craft what I was going to say, what portion I was going to speak on, and then also be able to remember what I was supposed to say about the other things. So it, it was a lot to kind of cram into that, that little chunk of time. But here's the thing, both of those things, the video I put together and the speech I, I gave had a lot of positive reception to it. Like, yeah, there are definitely things that I could do better and I could have learned differently. And this was truly my first time speaking in public um to a large group of people like truly I think the largest group of people I've ever spoke to in public was yeah like never so (laughs) this is the first time and we're talking approximately 600 people were expected to be there I don't know how many people were actually there but there was approximately 600 people there and so for me I take it as a win even though I know there were some opportunities that I had during that presentation and that's simply because I wasn't myself to start with, if I would have added my own things and not cared what the expectation of me was, even though I didn't ask what what is the expectation, right? I'm pretty sure no one would have cared if I would have improvised a little bit as long as the message didn't change, right? And added my own personality, my own flair, my own spin to it. So I had to reflect and take some time to really understand like, okay, What felt off about that? What would I do differently? And what would I keep the same, right? So anytime you do something outside of your comfort zone or new and different for you, that's what I would recommend. Always just sit down, grab a pen and paper, grab your notes on your phone, whatever you wanna do, and just like brain dump your thoughts, right? I really don't like the word brain dump because it makes me think of a poop. (laughs) But that's what it is, right? Like we take all those thoughts in our brain, we pour them out onto a piece of paper, maybe we should call them a brain poor. I don't know. Nope, that sounds even worse. We'll keep working on that. We'll workshop it. If you've got ideas, send them my way. But getting all of that stuff out of your thoughts, right out of your brain, so you can move forward and focus on what's next and learn from it. So what went well? What fell off? Right? And what would you do differently next time? Okay, And then celebrate with yourself, too. Celebrate the fact that you did go outside of your comfort zone. I know I certainly did. I came home and I shared it with my husband. And, you know, I didn't do anything extra strenuous that night, too. I chose to not push through a bunch of things. I chose to take a moment and just be present with my family, which is my favorite place to be, is with my two goofy weirdos that I love with all my heart. So. Do that for yourself. Take moments to celebrate the fact that you did do that. You you grew your comfort zone just by taking a tiny step out of it. Even if it's a small step or a giant leap, always, always, always celebrate with yourself, okay? So the other thing I did uh, was, and this one was, was unique because I'm definitely more comfortable in um, like an online setting, an online meeting versus an in-person meeting. So... This one was more of a panel um, where I was a panelist and discussing networking and how do you grow your career through networking? How do you do networking? Where do you start for um, new and upcoming young professionals? So this one was a little bit different. And honestly, like I was so honored with this one. I wasn't like super nervous, but I was honored that I was selected to serve on this panel. And I won definitely a little bit of imposter syndrome, right? I'm like, well, I don't know if I deserve to be here. But also, like, knowing, here's the thing, like, I'm an introvert. (laughs) I know, hard to believe. But I'm an introvert. And so like, having conversations in a room full of complete strangers is so difficult to do. But I'm also a strategist. So I always have a strategy and a plan for everything. So being able to share that. Um, and share how I've overcome it and how I've personally grown um, in the area of network marketing and overcoming my fears and overcoming, um, you know, being an introvert and not knowing, what do I say? and When do I exit? How much work talk is too much work talk, you know, like those things, and being purposeful and intentional with how you're growing your career and how you're networking. I was beyond honored because I was able to share something that hopefully helped other young professionals not have to work as hard as I did to overcome the barriers that I had to networking in general. So I prepared for this by understanding the questions prior to it, thinking about the things that I was wondering when I started kind of working to grow my career in networking um, and really kind of being just ready for anything and not being afraid of the question. I remember like right before I got on, I was like, you know what, you're going to answer anything with the honest truth. And if you don't know the answer, you haven't come across that, you're just going to say it. Don't fly by the seat of your pants here. This is about credibility and giving them something that will help them even if it's a baby step, right? So my intention was to serve my audience in both of these situations. My intention was always to serve, okay? So it went super well. Um, the other panelists I was with were went about it in different ways. And I actually learned a lot of things from the other panelists too. So I do believe that there's always something to take away um, from any interaction you have or anything you're part of because there's always somebody to learn from. So the other side of that is afterwards... Um, I had several individuals come to me and want to go to lunch and kind of pick my brain a little bit more, which tells me and reassures my belief in myself that I do have value, right? I do have things to contribute. And there are more people like me, right? There are more people that are struggling with networking. There are more people that would get value from from me and having conversation. And that's what I want to do is I want to add value. I want to help others, I don't want to just be like, oh, well, this is good for me in my career. No, 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 no. I don't. It's not about me at all. It's about the people that I can serve and the belief that I can share with them and themselves. Okay, so it went super well. I would hands down do this again. And I did the same steps. Right. So I I reviewed well and well, what felt off? What should I do differently in the future? Right. So those three things. So. The last one was actually literally last week. And you guys, this one was probably hands down the scariest thing out of the three that I'm going to talk about today. And the reason for that is is pretty simple. So um, it goes back to how my career started um, and where I actually was in my career development and my growth when i started my career and so my audience was actually my peers um and peers that i don't have to work directly with we're not talking about people that do the same job as me necessarily we're talking about people that do different job functions like processing functions but our leaders and coaches just like myself so what it was is i actually had the ability to build my first coaching workshop which if you all have followed me at all, is 100% my passion. I want to help leaders be better mentors and coaches and find their um, flair for it and their love for it because it's leadership's hard. It's such a thankless job sometimes, but it also can be hands down the most rewarding job ever because you get to see people reach their true potential and people have those aha moments and you get to celebrate their success with them, right? So I um, didn't have a lot of time <laughs> to really prepare the meat of this. I've always had like an outline, an idea, and I kind of firmed up that outline in the last uh, couple months, but I was able to actually design my own presentation. So from my heart, design it all um, and share kind of my coaching mindset, my thoughts around coaching and how do you really structure a solid one-on-one conversation with your your associate or your subordinate or your peer, whoever you're talking to. Right? How do you do that successfully? And let me tell you, you guys, I thought I would have been fine <laughs> because it was all me. I was fucking terrified. Okay. So these are all the leaders in my department, up through my VP. And um, gosh, I was so afraid to let everyone down, and just. Like not provide value, not provide anything that they could walk away with and just be like straight up preaching to the choir, choir, right? But what I found was, was that that's not the case, that how I coach and develop is vastly different. And everyone has their own different struggles. And there was a lot of value to be had in my presentation for different people. And I truly wanted them just to walk away with One thing that helps make their life easier. I didn't want them to walk away thinking, oh, Nicole's amazing. She's so great. No, I don't care about that. I wanted them to walk away thinking, I can have more meaningful conversations with my associates, be purposeful with my time, and make overall my day easier. Even if it was like one tiny little thing, something as simple as color coordinating your calendar or preparing for your coaching, spending five minutes, just thinking through how do you want this conversation to go and having at least a base plan for it. We all know it's never going to go that way, but at least you have an idea and the end goal can be in mind, right? So that was one thing that I really, I really just wanted, right? Like my goal with all of it was for them to walk away with something good. And when you come from a place of being a servant leader, like myself, that's always the goal of every interaction you have is for them to walk away with something that helps them. Okay. Helps them small, big, doesn't matter. Right. Maybe it doesn't even hit them right then. It hits them later. Okay. So I prepared for this by really spending time thinking through what would help the audience I was presenting to. And this is an audience that didn't necessarily know me super well. Um, And that's because I didn't have the opportunity presented to me until recently to truly integrate with my peers. Um, You know, again, because we work within different like sub departments of our main department. So we do different jobs, but we're all leaders, right? So I took some time to consider, you know, who my audience was, what I wanted them to kind of see a very basic baseline understanding of a coaching mindset and how to how to execute and prepare for a successful coaching, right? I also wanted to build in some activities, a little bit of getting to know me time, and some more interaction. You guys, what I found was that I do actually have things that will help others, right? And that's the craziest thing is that's my story that I've constantly had to battle for so long. It's just the story I tell myself that I I don't have value to add. I don't have anything to contribute to the world. And even now, that just breaks my heart to say out loud because I'm healing from this story. I'm in the process still of healing from the story, but I get one step closer every day. And this was a freaking leap closer. I started, you guys, I was shaking like how, like at one point my calf was twitching so much that I thought I was going to fall on my face. Okay. Like no joke, but I did things and calmed myself down during those moments of fear. Um, And just being scared to proceed So I took some deep breaths. I really focused on listening to what they were saying when they were interacting with the presentation and kept like celebrating in my head, like, oh, you delivered that super well. Look, they're participating. This is going great. It's okay. Like you're not perfect. It's okay. Right? Because I have that perfectionism mindset that I'm working on too. That's half of the battle, right? Is just having positive self-talk during this. Because in the beginning, I'm like, okay, I've got to be amazing. i got to deliver this. this is going to be great. And I'm like hyping myself up. Only all I'm doing is I'm raising my anxiety level <laughs> because I'm making myself stress out. So as I'm presenting, I got way more calm. I was made way more confident. Did I cover everything and say everything I wanted to cover? No. Um, and that's okay because we all know that the first time we do something isn't ever going to be perfect anyway, Ever. But if you don't try, you will never be able to thrive for perfect, okay? Or strive for it because you'll never have a starting place. You'll never have somewhere you want to begin or anything to reflect on to know if you're being successful moving forward. So for me, I would encourage you guys to just take these leaps. I cannot express the value that these three things have genuinely had on my career development, on my personal development, on my peers, and just solidifying my like curiosity about if I can do this, if my dream is worth following. Well, guess what, guys? Hell, yes, it is worth following. It is worth pursuing um, because I've been able to prove that I can do this. I might not be perfect. I might not even be close to where I want to be yet. But I know that I can serve others and I can be valuable to other people and that's what I want to do. That's what I want to help. Those people that are having similar stories to myself or completely different ones and they've lost belief in who they are. That's where my passion is is to help them gain back their belief in themselves, help them find something that makes their life just a tiny bit easier. We're all out here being messy humans just trying to do our best. And quite frankly, that's where we need each other most. So when I say community, personal development, and the development of others are my three passions, that is rings so true in everything that I do. So... Just do it, you guys. What is it, Nike? Nike says just do it. Literally just do it. Take that leap. Take that tiny toe step out of your comfort zone. Reflect on what you're doing that's outside of your comfort zone so you can learn from what you are accomplishing um, to make yourself stronger and better going forward. But don't wait. Don't wait on yourself. Don't wait on your dreams. It's do or die. Now or never. Just jump in. At this point, what do you have to lose? Worst case scenario is you're right back to where you are today. If you are joining this journey with me to empower yourself and others, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a rating with a review. Until next time, unicorns, I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I hope you decide today to be unapologetically you.